This is Basketball More Than a Game with your hosts, Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Now here are Coaches G and Q. All right, this is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick, and it is another fantastic episode of Basketball More Than a Game, the hottest podcast this side of a basketball court. So you know what? I know he, he, he can't keep it. The excitement uh, after coming off of uh, that great, great win last night. So I'm going to kick it over. Hey, man, I'm going to kick it down to North Carolina so we can talk to the hottest uh, co-host this side of a basketball court. Coach Quick, what's popping? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q? Well, Coach Q is so excited about our special guest via telephone. I feel like I'm inside the Dean E. Smith Center on the campus of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, waiting to hang an ACC championship and a national championship banner. After this short break, we're going to come right back and introduce our very special guest. So make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. set you Carolina fans I know you are still either on Franklin Street because I know you didn't go to bed last night but wherever you are make sure you got to buckle up because we are bringing you a dynamic show today coach quick you have the honors Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you all to our very special guest. He's a former member of the University of North Carolina Tar Heels and the 1993 National Championship team. Mr. Ed Gaff, welcome to Basketball More Than a Game. Man, thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me, man. Uh, uh, man, Coach D just had me hyped up when he said Franklin Street. I'm like, oh, man, I want to ride down there <laughs> right now. You know yes, and, man, now I can tell you must have been down there a couple times, Coach. If you know the excitement of Franklin Street after big wins, it is unlike any place on earth, I promise you. Well, you know what? We certainly, certainly appreciate time out uh, for you uh, to jump on the podcast. I certainly appreciate uh, you and Coach Quick dialoguing and getting everything locked and loaded. And you know what, folks? We're excited, not just because – you know, Carolina won. We're excited because it's ACC tournament week. It's, you know, getting yes, ready sir. to get in selection Sunday. We've got somebody that is on the show that has walked in those shoes, that has cut down the nets, has won yes, championships in one of not if not one of the biggest, one of the biggest all-time programs and played and played for probably one of the greatest men, not just coach, one of the greatest men that ever ever graced our planet, and that's Coach Smith. So with that, I'll kick it over to Coach Quick for the first question. Yes, sir. Coach Gaff, yes, can sir. you talk with us about the recruiting process for you coming out of high school and describe what it was like being mm-hmm. recruited by Dean Smith and Bill Guthridge and ultimately playing for them? Man, Coach, I, I, it was a, a, a pinch-me situation. Um it was one of those things where uh, I myself didn't realize uh, how good I had gotten because all I did was just play hard. I believe I was uh, unpolished, kind of lanky, six, six, seven, six, eight uh, kid that really all I could do was rebound and dunk the ball. But I did it with such ferocity that it, it got a lot of attention. It got me invited. Uh, to a lot of camps, and then I was fortunate enough to play 
on uh, the Bull Williams uh, Summer League travel team, which everybody knows is pretty well known, but it wasn't as known back then. You know, we we weren't we didn't get that Nike money that all these kids <laughs> getting that. <laughs> we actually had to go out and wash some cars and do a few fish fries and <laughs> get some pictures. We had to do it the old fashioned way, and we we, we all you know. Uh, 10, 15 of us fit in a 15-passenger van and would drive up and down the East Coast playing in tournaments. So a lot of that, you know, just happened to get uh, me some attention. And I remember uh, it was after getting invited to the uh, Nike ABCD camp. And I don't know, you know, how they do it this, this, you know, now. I know there's so many exposure events, but that one was a a big one. And uh, I happened to just play well as far as just uh, I remember Coach Guthrie saying I just felt like you I felt like you tried to get every rebound in the gym which is true that's that's pretty much uh, what got me in Carolina was uh, was my effort and uh, the recruiting process was, was just awesome I mean Coach Smith would come to town it seemed like everybody would know you know places shut down and uh, <laughs> it was like a hush comes over the crowd when he, when he walks in the gym. And the thing about it, uh, like Coach D said, you know, he's more than just a great coach. He's such a great guy. He doesn't have that, that arrogance that you would think uh, a coach of his magnitude would have. I mean, he, you know, didn't want any uh, special treatment. He sat in the bleachers just like anybody else. He didn't want to, you know, get a special chance, sit to himself, which – probably, you know, somebody of his stature would demand that he was he was just real, real down to earth. And uh, you know, they came and I was raised with my grandmother, um, and they came, sat in my grandmother's house and uh, you know, told him, you know, what Carolina was about. And I think what really sold me and my family was he didn't have a list of, you know, uh, where we would play or you know, how many minutes I would have. He didn't even have a list of the guys that went to the pro. He had every single player, every single letterman and manager, and what their occupation was, like what job they had, what degree they had. That showed me he cared about his players more than basketball. He Before he even presented anything basketball, that was the very first thing he presented. He had us right there. Wow. Yes, sir. Yeah, and and you know, just to piggyback off of that, to, I I remember seeing something where Coach Smith he sent all his former players out a two hundred dollar check, and, and stated for you all to just have dinner on him one night. So right. that the, the class act that he was was just simply amazing. Yeah, that was a real thing. People sometimes be thinking that's a myth. No, that was a, a real thing. He 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 really had a, a fun, I guess, trustworthy setup. For his passion to take, you know, for us to, uh, I almost didn't want to cash it. I kind of wanted to, to frame it, but I was like, well, you know, well, you know, you, you, Coach Smith asked you to do something, you kind of do it. <laughs> so yes, sir. I, 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 I did. I honored him and, and, and took the family out, and, and we enjoyed the night out, you know, with the kids, and it, it was it was a beautiful thing. The, 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 the fact that he would he would think of you like that, even after you graduate, it would be nothing for you maybe once or twice a year because he's super busy man. That you your phone would just ring and he would call wanting nothing. He would say hello. 
Um, he would hear that you uh, had uh, a new newborn kid. He would send like a, a Carolina onesie or a Carolina uh, socks for your for your new kid. And uh, Coach Guthridge would write a handwritten letter, uh, you know, telling your kid, "I want you to read this and know how awesome your father was." Little stuff like that, just wow. just goes a long way. And then. Uh, I, I wouldn't be, I couldn't say anything without saying the secretaries that he had. I mean, I don't know how he found these people. I think he literally went and scraped the salt of the earth of people and, and hired them in their office because every birthday they would remember, they would call, um, they would, uh, every time you had a family photo, they would call and ask and say, hey, we got a refrigerator of all our Carolina alum. And they would just, you know, they would just stay in touch. It was this unbelievable family atmosphere. It's not just talk. Wow. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Coach so, G, I see standing on the baseline. I'm going to kick this bounce pass to you. Well, listen, man, and you know what? Uh, listen to uh, Coach uh, Ed Gaff talking about, you know, just how a basketball program is built uh, foundationally uh, from the core um, talking about the the, administ- the behind the scenes, and and people don't realize, and and the the whole time you were saying that, uh, Coach uh, Ed was here was the thing that was really standing out in my mind, and I'm not saying this because it's it's the title of our podcast. Basketball mm-hmm. basketball is more in the game. It's about it, it's about friendship. It's about relationships. It's about, you know, going, think about that when you, you have a birth of a child and then here's a letter come in and it's your birthday and then your former coaches are calling you. And those are the things that those, that's the separation between elite programs and basketball programs. Those are the, that's the difference between what makes players come back. What makes people, you know, bleed the Carolina blue. What makes people just understand and be a part of such an awesome, awesome organization. And again, and I'm, I'm just not saying this to, to Coach Smith. And I know that uh, Coach Guth and same thing with Coach Williams. They carry the tradition. But you guys, you lived that life. You were there. You were part of it. You were able to travel, the network, and the things. And we're going to be talking about that. But before we get into that, we've got on our very special guest, former North Carolina Tar Heel. And I guess that's not the right thing to say because once you're a Tar Heel, you're always a Tar Heel. But I guess on today's show is Coach Ed Geth, and we'll be we're going to step away, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. All right, hey, so we're back in. This is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick. And our very, very special guest is Coach Ed Geth. You say Coach Ed Geth. You You may remember him. Uh, he donned that Carolina blue, and what a timely show coming off of that great win. 
in Durham last night. And before I kick it over to, to Coach Quick, I'm going to ask uh, Coach Geth to go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. And let's let's if you don't mind, Coach Quick, let's talk about that game last night. And I want to yeah. go ahead. I want to go ahead and kick it over to Coach uh, Ed Geth and let him uh, kick us off. Coach, you got it. All right. Uh, you want me to just get my announcement? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Just take take us from in, take us from sitting on that bench because you've been there. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you, I'm gonna tell you. Go ahead. The one, one thing about playing in Cameron, I mean, it's just man, it's a special place to play. I, I the secret, I, I would say Duke likes to think of it as their biggest home court advantage, and it is. I'm sure they won way more uh, than they lost there, and I'm sure you know it. It definitely uh, fuels them doing games. But for us at North Carolina, we get charged up just as much because those fans, they're in your face. They're irritated. We don't really get as intimidated as you would think. It's definitely uh, fires you up. It makes you definitely want to shut them up (laughs) even more. And I don't know. You you get a sense of excitement uh, just playing uh, in that building. And, And for the most part, uh, I, I've got to say Coach Davis, who's taken probably a lot of, you know, beatings, ups and downs. Uh, he, he stepped into a job that, man, uh, not many guys can handle the pressure and the, the expectations of being uh, uh, a Carolina head coach, a UNC head coach for the fans. But I can tell you something, alumni, we all love Hubert Davis because we know he's a good God-fearing, great guy. He's just a good person. He, he really is. Um, I mean, he, he just will give you the shirt off his back. He's emotional. He cares about people in general. So somebody like that, you want them to win. So the fact that he was able to, you know, kind of spoil Coach K's retirement <laughs> could happen <laughs> for a better person in his first year, wins 20 games, you know, have to build a, a, few, a few fractured relationships and, and and just get things back on on track to Carolina way. He's gonna have some dynamic recruits coming in next year. I can't wait to see what he does and, and take you know take the program to the next level. Yes, sir. Excellent, Coach Quick. Yeah, you know, just um, checking out that game last night. Uh, and I, and I was telling Coach Goins before we came on air. Over the last 10 or 12 ball games, I, it made me realize for real, Hubert Davis is absolutely the right man for this job. He, he, he went in there last night, and then he stole the show. He outcoached Coach K in Coach K's final home game. I mean, he had his guys ready. As I told Coach Goins, uh, I knew Hubert had his guys ready during his press conference. Yeah, I'm there to say embarrassed the first time. You know what I mean? His confidence didn't swagger. He adjusted the game plan. He recognized uh, a strong mismatch with the uh, with the high ball screen. The middle of the floor ball screen just opened up so much lane space. Um, yeah, that get downhill. It just he created such mismatches and and, and and just had Duke's rotation all scrambled and you know we got a lot of better looking shots got a lot better cutting to the basket uh guys rebounded the basketball we just looked really you could tell the game plan came together 
Yes, sir. It absolutely did. And like he said, we weren't going over there for that, that for that pageantry. We're going over there to win a <laughs> ball game. And that's exactly what we did. And and then I seen a stat that said on March fifth, Coach K and Duke was one and four against North Carolina. I looked at my wife last night and I told her, I said, they're gonna be one and five after tonight. I was very confident, and we came up out of there with a win. Listen, listen. You know what I told him? I told him because Coach Quick and I were dialoguing after the uh, Duke uh, Carolina game in in Chapel Hill, and and I told and I told Coach Quick right there, Coach uh, Ed, I was like, listen, I said the ultimate test is going to come when they go to Durham, and a lot of times, and and the reason why I was saying that because a lot of times people were just looking at the game, but I mm-hmm. but I knew what was coming. I knew it was going to mm-hmm. be all of the fan fails, the last game yep. in Cameron, yep. and all, and I yep. said if 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 them hills get on mm-hmm. that bus and they take that nine mile ride and go up in mm-hmm. there and, and 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 put something on them, I said mm-hmm. it, it's 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 going to put them on their heels, uh, mm-hmm. not the Tar Heels, but it's going to put the Blue Devils on their heels, <laughs> and it's, it's I mean it, it's going to be a gut shot. It's going and and actually, and I'm going to go ahead and say this, it, it's it's going to be some carryover into the ACC tournament. Absolutely, and people don't think because you, you you don't shake that because the pressure the pressure now is on Duke because number one, even though Coach K who is who he is, I really didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I don't like what he said when he came out after the game. Uh, yeah, I I, I I really don't uh, because I I, and, and I get the emotions, but to walk out and say you know it was unacceptable. I mean, that. I think I, I I don't mind the statement in the locker room with your team. Correct. I don't right. mind. That's a great statement for hey, we didn't get the job done. That's you can use that to fuel your team. I feel like when you have fans and you have school alumni all there having a moment for you, let that be the moment. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that I, I thought it kind of put a little uh, berating of his players. You know what I mean? Like they already probably felt bad for losing. They didn't need to be uh chastised, you know, kind of everybody. You know, he didn't he didn't say it to them personally. But it's still I don't know. I didn't I didn't think that moment was a moment to, to, to dwell on that. I mean they were there for you. Let let that let that moment let that moment and this is no knock on Coach K. I think he's a, a wonderful coach. He's a Hall of Famer, all time great. I respect the man. You know, may not like him very much because, you know, it's just inbred in us. <laughs> but I do respect what he what what he did. But I, I did I did feel that statement could have been made more for the locker room than not for that. Exactly, and, and that's all I was. That, that's where I was going. His body of work speaks for itself, and and I certainly, and I certainly appreciate what he's done for, uh, for for uh, for Coach Capel when he you know gave you know allowed him to be honorary coach and and all Absolutely. of that and, you know all of that. But when he came out when when he walked to the mic, I was like, okay. And I, for some reason, I just did not feel. I said, where is he going? Then he went out and said this. <laughs> when he said this was impromptu. too. Right then, I was like, ah, "Okay, so, uh, so, uh, so I knew, I knew that wasn't going." All right, Coach Quick, I'll go ahead and kick it back over to you. Yes, sir, Coach Geth, um, could you talk with our listening audience about your playing days overseas in Sweden, Saudi Arabia, and Singapore? Okay, uh, great, great country. Uh, Sweden was a was a wonderful uh, playing experience again. Uh, Blessed and fortunate that even though I wasn't a 
I was still a star player. I was more of a role player while I was there at Carolina. But I bought into my role. Coach Smith uh, was so gracious to still have confidence and, uh, in me and help me select uh, agents that, you know, felt I was still talented enough uh, to play basketball for a living. If I still wanted to, to do that, I, I didn't want to kind of get into coaching right after like a lot of guys do. I, I felt like I still had that that, <laughs> that bug in me to, to keep playing and uh, went over uh, seas to Sweden, had a, a wonderful time, a lovely country. The, all, the only knock is that probably from about early to mid-November till about mid to late March, the weather is minus 22 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> the sun goes down way earlier than it is here. Maybe three o'clock, wow. four o'clock. It's no sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can get a little kind of dreary just living if you if that's not what you're used to. And so the weather just didn't <laughs> didn't necessarily agree with me, brother. But I had a, a great time. Uh, Sweden was a a beautiful country, uh, very peaceful. Um, I want to say the time I was there, I think it's probably gotten worse. But the time I was there, there may have been six murders in the in the country or the city I was in. I don't know if it was the city or the country, which is unreal. And so it was very peaceful, very nice, very nice people. I played some good basketball. Uh, we made it to the to the championship uh, game. I was a all-league player, led the league in rebounding, uh, just had a, had a good time. I then ended up going to Saudi Arabia the very next year. Um, probably should have stayed in Sweden. Uh, Saudi Arabia was a little, little repressed for me. As, you know, I'm, I'm a true uh, believer of Christian faith. It's a Muslim country. There was no animosity or anything like that. They, they, they were very welcome. I don't want to say speak ill of them. They were, it was a very welcoming country. Had a good time, but you know, when certain practices are just natural practice, you can you can feel a little at odd over there at times. Um, and so the culture may not have been a great experience. The basketball was pretty good. We won a, 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 a national title. With that team competing in a uh, what they call the Middle Eastern Cup, did well there, and then I moved on to Singapore, which is another uh, great country, beautiful, clean country, Asian country. And I just say this: basketball has just been great to me. Just, I mean, I'm naming all these places over the world that I was blessed to go to just to play basketball. I I, I thank God every day. Like that's one of my prayers that you know the game that I just love playing that I just you know, was goofing around with when I was a little kid, gave me the opportunity to get an education, to travel and see the world, um, to meet new people, to mentor young lives. And so I don't take any of this for granted. Even though I'm telling you the stories like, you know, they weren't, uh, they were happenstance, but I, I really enjoyed every opportunity. I uh, got to meet uh, a lot of good people in, in, in Singapore. It was crazy because, uh, I was probably the tallest person maybe in the country. Like, that, that, <laughs> <laughs> very tall people. And I'm kind of big in nature, so 
the the one thing that I would say, you know, I'm used to, you know, the tall jokes of people coming up to me like, oh my God, how tall are you? But they're not a, they're not a very expressive people. So the little kids would look at me, but they wouldn't say anything. So they would run up touch to me, touch me on my leg like I was a novelty of Godzilla or something, and then they would run off. So it was <laughs> it was odd kind of being a, a sideshow, but I still had a lot of fun. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, Coach G, I'm gonna kick it over to you. Well you know what, mm-hmm. Coach Quick, what as as I sit here and listen to uh Coach Geth, you know, talk about, you know, how, mm-hmm. how basketball has blessed him and and it's blessed, mm-hmm. and it's actually it, it, it's blessed all three of us. Of course, not on the level that Coach Geth has has done, mm-hmm. but the the people that we've been able to meet, you know, through the show, through just our connections, and being around the game, and and really making a difference. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know, it, you, you 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 talking about the world travel, and being able to go over to the different countries, and and thanking mm-hmm. God each and every day for. For that, I think that's a lot of times, and and I'm just you know saying this to commend you, for for being your transparency, your vulnerability, uh, to uh-huh. to allow us to 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 take us down that path, because a lot uh-huh. of times people don't realize that number one, is you know, each and every day we strive to be better than we were the next day, or that that's Absolutely. that's what I try to do, and as you you know, as you continue to you know coach and 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 uh-huh. mentor young men. Everything that you're telling our listening audience, and we challenge our listening audience to to listen to this show, share this show, and we're just not stand, saying it because on the heels of the Duke game last night, or because Coach Geth is a, a, a Tar Heel, but we're telling you this because number one, he's a man, and he's been there, and he's done that, and like we say, uh, he's got a T-shirt, and with that is we try to provide that platform, and we want to definitely thank Coach Geth for allowing us to. See, a, you know, have a, a, a glimpse of how life can be when you believe in yourself and other people believe in you. So we certainly appreciate that. So, Coach Quick, I know you got another one teed up for you, and I see you getting your feet set behind that. You, I, I guess, I, I guess you feel like you're gonna shoot the three like Manic was shooting the three. But I'll go ahead and kick. I'll go ahead and kick it over to you. Yes, sir. Coach Giff, my next question is, um, could you talk with our listening audience about your college coaching stops at Wolford College? Marshall University and North Carolina Central University. Oh, man. Well, you guys are <laughs> through my life. Uh, Walker College. Well, uh, I, I got my first stop there after coaching. In high, I started in high school, and it's crazy. I got it. I didn't even think I was going to get into coaching. It was just one of those things. Like uh, like I was telling you earlier, how Coach Smith cares about you beyond you playing there, beyond your playing ability. He was the one that helped me realize, like, you know, we we all work camps. You know, all the players work camps. And, you know, some people are, you know, better than others. others, But he always commended me for how well I work with young kids. I didn't think nothing of it. I'm just, you know, (laughs) being myself or trying to do a good job for coach. And, you know, he's telling me, you know, you have an ability to make – kids understand and translate, you know, what you know. That's what coaching is. He always told me that coaching is teaching. Of course, I was young. I didn't think that, but it really is. And it's like you said, uh, Coach G, that is mentoring young men. It's, it's, it's more about, you know, shaping, you know, their worldview and, and giving them something to believe in. And um, I'd done high school ball for about seven, eight years, 
and uh, a guy who was a JV player at North Carolina and a manager, then a JV player, ended up getting a head job at Wofford College, and he reached out to me. And uh, starting there was uh, probably the best way for me to start in, in college basketball because Wofford is one of those high academic institutions. So you can't just, just because you play ball, they're going to give you a scholarship. You have to <laughs> not only have the qualifications to get in you know, by the NCAA standards, you got to get in their school. So they don't relax the standards just because you're an athlete. So it changed the type of kids that I recruited. Um, uh, did a, had a lot of high character kids, and, you know, spent a lot of time in um, private school, Christian schools, um, and, and, and just, you know, learning how to recruit a different type of kid. And, you, you know, those kids sometimes don't have that same edge as a kid, you know, like myself, you know, who uh, didn't have many opportunities, but was just, you know, felt like basketball may have been your way, you know, out of your situation. So, um, you know, I, I learned uh, creative ways to coach, to coach there. I had a lot of fun, met a lot of great people, and then moved on, uh, just uh, got noticed by Royce Chadwick and, you know, kind of wanted to, you know, uh, see what, uh, I guess, higher level basketball, a, 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 a college that, you know, has a bigger sports budget and Marshall is definitely that. I mean, they are, man, they, they got a lot of uh, love uh, for their sports team, especially their football. So, you know, it was a great atmosphere there out in Huntington, West Virginia. Uh, got to see different cultures. Got to see how, you know, West Virginians, you know, do things a lot of, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's deep south country and there's mountain country. Mountain country is a little different. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. You might not be able to talk about mountain country. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> mountain country is a little different. A little different. I had a lot of fun, though. You know, uh, as you can see, my personality, I'll talk to anybody. So I met some really, really, <laughs> really fun folks um, and uh, got to uh, play or coach uh, some high-level basketball, uh, Conference USA, and just, just had a good time. We were pretty competitive uh, with that league on so many teams. It was just, you know, so hard. I think we finished middle of the pack, but it was a very competitive. I was coaching girls at the time, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. So I was coaching girls, uh, or women, that's a politically correct term. I was coaching women. And and then uh, uh, Royce Chat, the head coach, he ended up taking a job down in uh, Texas. I wasn't quite ready to go that far from Texas because at that point, my family had not moved where I was. So I wanted to be closer to you know, family didn't want them moving around. So I took a job back in North Carolina, uh, North Carolina Central. Uh, we ended up uh, turning that program around, uh, bringing in uh, probably the first two uh, all-conference players there uh, in, in a while, competing in the MEAC. Uh, I, I worked under Vanessa Taylor, got to hang out with Neville uh, Moten, you know, uh, what, what a great basketball mind he is and what a great job he's doing there. And I got to see firsthand how he's, you know, changing that program around and doing a lot of good things. And, uh, you know, but at, at this point, now I've done 
college coaching for several, almost 10 years at that point. And the one thing I would say, and again, I, I don't ever want to knock anybody that does any profession, but the, the, the college coaching takes a great deal of time away from your family. And uh, I have a young son. I have had a young son at the time. He's now 16 and he's about to be heavily recruited. And I was just missing a lot of time. I, I needed to get back into high school. And, and, and you know, coaching in general just going to take up time. Because no matter what level you're on, you're going to invest <laughs> more time away from your home than you are in the home. But at least with high school, you know, you, you can have your family involved more. You get home a little early. You're not on the road recruiting. You're not overnight um, as far as, you know, road games. And it just, it just made the situation a lot better uh, for me and, and uh, being able to be closer to my son and my daughter at the time. Yes. And that's, that's really probably what I've been ever since. I'm currently a high school head basketball coach right now, and I just enjoy every day. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's big time stuff right there, Coach Geth. And um, I completely agree with you. I, but yeah, man, you've had you've had some of the greatest experiences in the mm-hmm. world coaching at those three colleges, playing overseas and playing at North Carolina. I mean, you could tell a lot of people some major stuff. Oh, man, I could spend all day. <laughs> yes, sir. Coach G, I'll kick it over to you. Well, you know what? People don't realize. Uh, I know I know a little something about uh, Huntington, West Virginia, and uh, the, okay. the, the Thunder okay. and Herd. So let me ask yes, you this. Sir. Let me ask you this question. What, what years were you there? Uh, well, yeah, let me see, get my years right. right. I want to. <laughs> let me ask you this: What was uh, was Randy Moss there when you were there? Was that was? No, he was not. He, he, he had left. He was. He was. He was. Then right at the tail end of his NFL career when I was there. Okay. So I was. He's a legend there. Oh, without he's a doubt. Because actually, uh, <laughs> one of one of my homeboys it was uh, uh, Ernest Pernsley. He was a football coach. Uh, okay. At uh, uh, at Marshall, and that he actually was recruiting a couple of guys, and and I made the uh, took my guys up. Uh, actually, Moss was still playing uh, when I was in high school. When I was coaching high school football, and I took a couple, took a guy up to to that recruiting. But yeah, Huntington is Huntington, and that place shuts down uh, when 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 it's a football game. They roll the they roll the streets up, and everybody packs in the stadium. But uh, they they love they love the herd. They you love the herd. <laughs> yeah, even, even, yeah, even the police at the games, Coach Quick. So even the police, I'm telling you. <laughs> so you like man, what, 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 that is a loud, raucous arena. Yeah, and actually, now one of my former guys plays for. Actually, he just uh, he just broke a record. Darius George, he just finished. Uh, he played 135 games for the Thunder Herd. He's, he's played the most basketball games. Uh, in the his, yeah in the history of the school, he's a senior. He's a fifth year senior. Uh, he was recruited. He was recruited by Mark Klein. Uh, Mark okay. and I know Mark forever. Uh, Mark was uh, Mark was Big Jeff's assistant coach at Fayetteville State and all the way through. And then he was uh, with Jeff okay. when Jeff was at Oklahoma. So I've known Mark basically, you know, probably for twenty five years, if not not long. So all right, Coach Quick, I'll kick it over to you, Coach Quick, so you can play the name game with Coach Geth. And uh, uh, and we'll and we'll start shutting it down. All right, Coach Guest. Uh, on our show, we play the name game, as Coach um, Goins just pointed out. And okay. I just want to mention a few names to you, and okay. then you you tell what those names mean to you. 
Awesome. Oh, this will be fun. All right. First name, Maya Geth. <laughs> that is my baby girl. She is she is she is the reason my life changed for the better. I when I had her, she's my firstborn, she's my baby girl. When I had her, I knew um I had to be a model of what a a man should be. You know, they say a daughter's first love is her father. And I definitely wanted to make sure I set a great example. Um, I was raised in the church, but of course, you know, you go to college, you go overseas, you get a little bit away, you get you get, you get caught up in, you know, doing what twenty somethings <laughs> do. And I had her, and I, 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 she brought me back to my roots and realized that I had to be an example, especially if I was going to coach. You know, I ended up coaching young ladies, so she she helped get my mind focused on the example I wanted to be in life. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Next name, Dean Smith. Ah, uh, uh, father figure. And I had a great father. That's, 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 that's big to say. I had a very, very good father who was involved in everything. But uh, once my dad let me, uh, released me to go off to college, uh, Coach Smith became... Uh, that that thing. Now here's here, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, I'm gonna blaspheme just a little bit. Y'all stay with me, okay? It's gonna sound <laughs> like I'm talking bad, but, I, but I'm not. But your first year and a half, your first year and a half, I want to say you absolutely. You don't want. I don't want to say hate, but you really don't like Coachman. You don't see. You don't see what everybody else is talking about. You think he is. One of the worst people <laughs> on earth because you get there and everything you do is wrong. I mean, he just rides you. He'll pick a day where nothing you do is right. I, I want to say every freshman that came through when I was there had at least one, maybe two days where they were ready to transfer. They were ready to leave. All of us. You name it. Rosh Stack. Jeff McGinnis, <laughs> all of us that Vince Carter, all of us had one of them days when we were ready to leave. And then after about your, the middle of your sophomore year, you realize he's getting you mentally tough mm. because you have to be ready to have your emotions can't get the best of you in a crazy situation. And I'll refer to probably the greatest uh Duke North Carolina game that's ever played. When we played, I don't know, it was two or three overtimes. Uh, uh, Coach G mentioned he, uh, Jeff Capel, his good friend, hit a shot right in my face. And then <laughs> it in the overtime. Now, we, if you look at the film, you see all of us. We come back to the bench. We are dejected. We're like, oh, my God, I can't believe he hit that. Like, God, we can't put these guys away. Like, oh, this this is it. Coach Smith looks at us and, and it's not, doesn't look rattled at all. He says, man. Isn't this a great game? Isn't this what you guys play for? I mean, this is an unbelievable game. Now, just think about how great it's going to be when you win this game. Wow. Just, no, yeah, no flinch. Boy, we went out and played the game our lives. This, but if you're not mentally tough, you fold in that situation. If you can't handle criticism on a daily basis, you are going to fold in that situation. And you realize, it takes us a minute as 18 to 19 year olds to realize that. But you start getting it. And then after that, you realize this guy 
he's preparing you like a father. So, Coach Smith, father figure, basketball mind. He's the GOAT in my book. Of course, you know, many people won't go argue, but I, I can't see anybody that's a better uh, coach and person than a combination of Coach Smith. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Next name, Arianne Brielle. Ah, that's, that's my new baby girl. <laughs> that's my new baby girl. She is she is just, she is two years old and has stolen my heart all over again. I thought I was done being manipulated by my oldest daughter, who is twenty-three. <laughs> she 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 captured again. Um, she's something else. She's special. She's gonna be. And that, and now that I got older, I'm a little softer than what I was <laughs> when I first raised Maya. So she may get. Double and triple spoil. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next name, um, Bill Guthridge. Bill Guthridge. Bill Guthridge is, as Coach Smith is the father figure, Coach Gut is the grandfather figure. But <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he, I think Coach Smith, he, he People may disagree. I think Coach Smith would have been a lot softer if not for Coach Guthridge. I think Coach Guthridge is the disciplinarian of the, of the bunch, meaning he's a stickler for time. Like, he'll give us an itinerary, and I'll say the bus is leaving at 4.56. It'd be an odd time. You know, why he just don't say 4.45 or 4.50? At literally 4.56, if you come running out that tunnel or you, you know, not on the bus... He closed the doors and we take off and you got and you have to run the next day. He is that specific uh, of a guy when it comes to discipline, but hilariously funny. Like he has the driest humor. Um, you know, he walks up to you and says, Hey, how you doing? You feel as bad as you look today? <laughs> and, before, and you answer too quick, you're like, Well, now, nah, uh, you know, what, huh? <laughs> and he walks off. So he does. Little things like that. Uh, my favorite Coach Guest story, then I, I, I'll move on with the game because I'm enjoying this. Uh, every year, I think everybody knows the effort was a mile time. You have to run the mile. My freshman year, I came in out of shape. I'll just go ahead and get that out the way. It took me forever <laughs> so many tries to make it. Um, I think you know, it took me 15 tries. I might have broke a record of how many times it took me to make that time. Unbelievable. So the very next year, um, I'm determined. I'm not gonna. I'm not. It's not gonna take me this many tries. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a track. I go talk to the track coach, Coach Craddock, at the time. He develops me some interval training. Uh, I work out with a friend's dad, who's a marathon runner. Teach me how to pace myself. I'm gonna be ready. So first day of the mile, it's a little drizzly. It's raining, but not raining hard to where we're not gonna do it. But just drizzling. We still running. So we come around the last curve. He's yelling, you can make it up 30 seconds. And I push and I run and I push and I dive at the finish line. And everybody runs and helps me up. He's like, great job, great job. And the time is six minutes. He looks at his watch, 6.03, see you tomorrow, and walks off. Wow. Right, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Say 6.03. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I was pretty hot. I was 
but again, uh, father figure, uh, any job that I've ever had, uh, Coach Guthridge uh, wrote a glowing recommendation for me. I mean, he 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 was he was uh, he was a good guy. Yes, sir. The last two names: mm-hmm. um, Ed Geff Jr. and Linda Woods. Oh man. Okay. I'm gonna get teary eyed on one of those. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ed Jr. That is my namesake. That's my son. Um, he's carrying on the family name very well. Uh, didn't say he he played basketball, but he's gonna be an awesome football player. Super proud of him. Uh, he's getting recruited um, by. All kind of schools, our Tar Heels being one of them. Um, I'm yes. letting him make his own choice. I'm trying not to influence him. I would love to see him, you know, uh, play in North Carolina, but I'd love to see him. I'm, I'm just happy he's being recruited. Um, he, he, he's, you know, a great kid. He doesn't, he doesn't give me any problems. I'm very, very, very blessed uh, to have him. Y'all be on the lookout for him. He's a six. Five and a half, three hundred pound offensive lineman, uh, nasty on the football field. You know, I'm not saying that because he's my son. He's he's pretty good. Um, so um, I'm hoping and praying, y'all. You know, say a prayer for him that he, you know, achieves his goals. He he, of course, he wants to make it, but I just want him to uh, make it to the NFL. But I just want him to be a good person, get his education. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Linda Woods, Linda Woods is the the mother figure. She is. I said it earlier, you know, she was one of the ones that spearheaded getting uh, birthday cakes for everybody on their birthday. Um, She was the one that made sure, you know, you felt at home when you showed up, you come to the basketball office, especially if you had been in trouble. She would do something to try to cheer you up. If you got caught missing classes, she would (laughs) just make you feel better. It's not going to be that bad. It's da 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 she, she was just, uh, just, you know, just love personified. Uh, it's, it's so many things I can say about Miss Wood. She is the, the heartbeat of that program. I, I don't think there is a better secretary that loved Carolina more than Miss Woods. I, I just can't see it. I mean, she put her heart and soul uh, into Carolina, shared her family with us. She had beautiful grandkids, brought them in the office all the time. Uh, I love Miss Woods. I, just, I could go on for days, but I, I love that one. She's, she's great people. Yes, sir. I'd like to say this RIP to Miss Linda Woods. Absolutely. She recently passed not long ago, and yeah. just like to offer our condolences to, to her family. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Coach G, I'm going to kick it over to you. Well, listen, Coach Quick, as always, man, you always tee it up, and you always had those names lined out for our guests, and we certainly uh-huh. appreciate you uh, you taking us down that road. So with that, Coach uh, Geth, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to have my closing comments, kick it over to Coach Quick, and then – but in that, first of all, I want to thank you for your time, your talent, uh, and, your ent- and your entire body of work. Uh, we know that, you know, it takes – it, it, it's it's demanding and you and you said that uh and it is you are now in the in the a golden opportunity to, con- to continue to pour into your players and not just your players the ones that will come after them the ones that uh, are before them that will look back and be able to to understand that you are not there by mistake you're there on a mission you're there on divine assignment so we certainly appreciate you and your time and, and just taking us back you know, what a great day to be able to, to schedule this show on the heels 
of a great win last night in Durham and to capture it, capture it with someone that played for Coach Smith and played on such a tremendous, tremendous Carolina team. And we thank you for allowing us to go down memory lane and share insights uh, of what you did uh, for your Carolina team, your Carolina family, and everybody that uh, that you touched along the way. So with that, uh, I want to th- uh, wish you Godspeed. Coach Quick? Yes, sir. Coach Gibb, first and foremost, I'd just like to say thank you for accepting mm-hmm. the invitation to come on our show. We um, we really appreciate you, your passion for teaching at-risk youth and coaching those kids and mentoring is, yeah. is unbelievable. And I imagine some days you look at those kids and, and just let them know you have to be broken all the way down to be rebuilt. And um, that, that means everything. So I just, I like to bid you Godspeed. Um, being a part of the, the Tar Heel program, man, it, I, I watched you play along the way growing up as a kid, watching yeah. the team, watching Coach Smith. As yeah. Coach Z told you earlier, I'm a huge Hills fan, and I yeah. just appreciate you for accepting this invite. Listen, no problem. Listen, I'm glad. I love diehard Hill fans. I love, you know, uh, listening to, to to what Carolina means to you guys because, you know, like I said, it, it, it changed my life uh, for the better. And it just, man, it gave me such a, a great family and a, a great way to meet great people uh, like yourselves. And um, uh, I don't know, I can't think of any better choice that I could have made in life than what I chose uh, other than giving my life to Christ Amen. nothing seems to be a better decision <laughs> than, than choosing North Carolina exactly All right, Coach Quick get us to the locker room yes sir for Coach Goins our special guest North Carolina Tar Heel 1993 National Championship winning and and he's the cur- uh, current head coach and graduation coach at West Oak High School in South Carolina, Mr. Ed Gaff. For myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the gym. You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Our podcast is available on podbean.com.